Hello friends and welcome to Zenpod. Today in our studio we have a doctor who has been awarded for doing exceptional work and making a difference in our community by the Union Ministry of Women and Child Development and has been bestowed the 100 Women Achievers Award by the President of India. We have an eminent medical personality. Dr. Neela Bhattacharya was born A. Neela Catherine in Chennai. She passed her MBBS from the Madras Medical College. As an undergraduate, very proficient, she kept receiving gold medals, namely the Dr. Rajasekhar Reddy Gold Medal and the Dr. Chandaswamy Prize. With a passion for surgery, Neela went to Katak for her MS in General Surgery. She won the MC Dantapath Prize over there. Neela obtained a Diplomat of National Board in Surgery and later on became a member of the National Academy of Medical Sciences. She worked as an Assistant Professor of Surgery, Sri Ramachandra Medical College and Research Institute in Chennai for seven years, training innumerable budding doctors and surgeons. Neela has over 30 publications in various Indian and international journals of medicine, the latest being a publication in an Indian journal where it was detailed of the informed consent for surgery during COVID-19. Driven by a thirst to super-specialize, she joined MCH Plastic Surgery at Kilpak Medical College in Chennai. Here she was awarded the Ethicon Travelling Fellowship of the Association of Surgeons of India. Neela has also been chosen as one of the 25 women transforming India by the Niti Aayog. She received the Women Icon India Global Award from the Governor of Tamil Nadu and the Shakti Samman Women's Achievers Award from the Governor of Sikkim. She received the Director Medical Border Security Force commendation role for the work done for cleft children. Neela has received the Best Citizens of India Award in 2017 and Excellence in Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Award. She has won the Bharat Jyoti and the Bharat Ratna Dr. Abdul Kalam Excellence Award. Neela gave a talk at the TEDx Change Your Face Value. She is an active member and was facilitated twice by the Inner Wheel Club in Siliguri. And if that was not enough, Neela is an ardent gardener and was felicitated by a leading media house on World Environment Day. Neela is the only woman from West Bengal to be conferred this honor. Please join me in welcoming Dr. Neela Bhattacharya to our studios. Welcome to yet another edition of ZenPod. I have uh, an extremely accomplished uh, lady, a doctor, if I may say. We, uh, and I love saying this, we met her better half uh, in the earlier episode. And now uh, she may disagree, but now we meet uh, Dr. Neela Bhattacharya. Neela, welcome to the show and thank you very much for taking time out. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and inviting me for this too. So you already had a session with the better half. So why do you want a session with the worst half? Is something I have to decide. <laughs> this, is, this is where the show becomes controversial. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, all right. Neela, my, my trademark question to you, how do you define spirituality? Spirit, define and all is a big word. So uh, spirituality, as far as I'm concerned, is uh, maybe uh, being aware or recognizing a spirit or a soul within you and with people around you. That is maybe um, seeing something divine, something special within you and in all the people that you meet around you also. So simply put, that is only spirituality. That you know that you are a good person, you want to be a good person, 
you have some self esteem you want to you don't want to do things that can put you in a bad light and also in others you don't want to hurt them you don't want to put them down because you are seeing something divine in them so naturally when you see some somebody in a good light you don't want to go and disrespect them or be brutal to them so if you are able to live life that way that is that means that you are spiritual awesome Beautiful. i think that simply put beautiful answer beautiful answer you know the reason i ask this question also and i am i'm just learning so much about people's different definitions of just a simple word you know and and i'm glad that at least the people i have spoken to on this show have not confused spirituality and religion and i'm so happy about it yeah i'm so happy about it yeah good uh, religion religion is uh, just some guidelines and some beliefs right uh, maybe to make you live a better life but then right. uh, spirituality is something in in it should come from within you brilliant so. brilliant your dream uh, neela was to become a doctor any specific reason uh, no no specific reason actually i was uh, born into a family where there were a lot of medical people Mm-hmm. so um, uh, right from when i was very young the people told me you will be a doctor you will be a doctor and that sort of um, went into the psych so it okay. sort of uh, i liked the idea i used to play games uh, that like uh, i was a doctor wow. i used to treat people around even when i was very small uh-huh. so that sort of became a passion to become a doctor so it was that it was very simple wow you you've had a you've had a fairly illustrious career and a long profession in the medical field and and the medical field is quite a stressful one i understand that how has your journey been so far why don't you share with us uh i don't think um i would call the medical field very stressful because once you love something no mm-hmm. it ceases to mm-hmm. be a stress interesting interesting so um i wanted to do medicine and i wanted to do medicine from madras medical college um i achieved both of them mm-hmm. so after i finished my mbbs then uh, i wanted to do only general surgery i was sort of clear about that okay and um, then i uh, got that in uh, through the all india exam in katak and uh, i finished general surgery about in 97 and then joined as an assistant professor in ramchandra medical college as a oh very surgery. nice and i was working there for about 7 years uh, dealing with a lot of post graduates teaching them general surgery etc etc that that is when sort of uh, i felt that no that is not enough you have to do something more and um, then i joined um, i wanted to super specialize and i wow. super specialized in uh, plastic and reconstructive surgery did my mch again from uh, kilpak medical college after that i shifted to north bengal so that is a different thing and uh, i am now doing plastic surgery here and um, the journey uh, so far has been really adventurous i should say Beautiful. the life has been uh, the life has had a lot of uh, fascinating moments and uh, challenges and i was i am very lucky to have gone through the life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very 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 interesting uh, you know and we spoke about spirituality while we started this show and you gave me a very beautiful 
explanation, your, your opinion or your view on spirituality. At what point uh, do you believe or, or do you feel medicine and spirituality intersect? I think uh, it is very simple. If you have been chosen to be a doctor, mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, you end up living a spiritual life. Wow. I can give you some examples. Please. For example, um, now as a plastic surgeon, mm -hmm. just, um, uh, just imagine that I put back um, a hand which is severed from the body. Okay. okay? I put it back. Um, what value can you attach to that? Okay. What value can you attach to a man getting back his hand? Hmm? The man pays me some fees, of course. Sure, but sure. then when I later on show that thing in a plastic surgery conference or somewhere else, I don't say that this man paid me this fees for putting back the hand. But then I show that he is able to use his hand to feed himself. He's picking up things. He's able to use his hand to work. He's gone back to having a good life. He's earned his self-respect in life. Wow. So these are the things and this is something which I feel the pride and the satisfaction is the gain in that. That is the dividend that I get from doing that surgery. Similarly for the patient also. Mm -hmm. So he has belief in humans and that is spiritual for him. He has believed that another human can do him good, can give him back what he has, um, what he would have lost. Similarly in another example, maybe if a, if a, a small child I am with, born with a cleft palate. Mm -hmm. I do the surgery. Mm -hmm. And then five years down the line, I get a video from the child's mother uh, showing that the child is performing on stage. Beautiful. Again, I have done the surgery free of cost. But uh, for the child and for those parents, it is such a life-changing episode that had happened. And for me also, again, um, I, it's not like are, uh, I didn't get any money from that uh, I'm not going to say that uh, nah, useless, no yeah. I'm so proud and I'm so happy that the child is doing well so if you have you cannot really value what a doctor does uh, for a patient in any, any, any frame at all, even you take with a small fever a patient, a doctor makes you well it is a spiritual experience so I think medicine and spirituality are, are intertwined Brilliant. Uh, with each other at all levels. Brilliant. Uh, you, you have been a pioneer. and I, and So, so I, I, what you just spoke about, I heard it in your TEDx talk. And that I must tell you, uh, doctor, was a very, very inspiring talk you gave. Uh, we'll come to that later. But, uh, you know, you, you. Be, you be, you've been Thank a pioneer so in, in your field and there are a lot of firsts. Uh, and while we'll get into each of the initiatives later on, how did, you, how did it all start? Why do you, you know, because a lot of people lead a normal life. They do their normal things, whether they are a doctor or a musician or, a, or an executive. We go to work, we pay our bills, we come back. You know, very few people take the effort of doing something beyond. And you are a pioneer. So can you tell us how it all started? Was it an incident? Was it an example? Or did you feel like that? Uh, when we, when I did my MBBS, uh, we were nearly 50, 50. Mm, there were 50 girls and uh, nearly 50, 50% 50 wow. was wow. the division okay. of the class. Okay. But uh, during that time, 91, when I finished my MBBS, uh, there were very, very few lady surgeons. Okay. So, 
all all women would usually get into gynecology or dermatology or ophthalmology or some of those fields where it is not very exacting or right. where a woman is generally perceived right right i wanted to be a general surgeon okay i was passionate about surgery awesome so uh that was something which a lot of people found very uh, peculiar and mm, um, lot of people discouraged me said that uh, you really think uh, a man who has a surgical problem will come to you oh, for wow. treatment wow. wouldn't he go to the vast number of surgeons who are the men surgeons who are there right but i wanted to do only surgery and it was very difficult to get uh, surgery in uh, down south because of the being of the forward caste there's a high amount of reservation so okay. it's nearly impossible 50% goes to the service candidates so then uh, i we had to take the all india uh, pg entrance and through that entrance i got uh, surgery in katak okay now that again was a very peculiar experience for me because when i went from south india chennai to all the way to orissa mm-hmm. um there i was the first lady post graduate in that college or in surgery oh. so they also found they also found uh, they did not know how to handle me they did not uh, we did not have a system in place for a lady post graduate mm-hmm. because um, how do how do you do the night uh, night duties and things like that they were all right. very right. Uh, people used to come and peep at me through the windows and wow. see who's this girl who maybe she's a freak maybe she's something uh, some maybe she won't be sincere she just does it for the thrill of being a surgeon it took some time maybe another month or so for the teachers to understand that no she really means business and um, no all my teachers are uh, so proud of me and they keep me in touch and etc but uh, when it started it was completely a different uh, awesome when i did my surgery really respect for you so really started like that admirable admirable um thank you so much no no really you you work with children uh, nila i know and uh, you know you just shared an example of of the kid with the cleft palate and can you tell us more about about it uh, about your work with children and some of the challenges they face and yeah i um in north bengal where i now practice in siliguri Uh, i run one of the uh, biggest cleft programs cleft that is children who are born with the congenital cleft of the palate mm-hmm. so we uh, do surgeries for them completely free of cost oh, so lovely. one of the one of the biggest programs here uh, it is called smile train right and uh, we get children uh, right from uh, nearly 500 kilometers all around siliguri Mm-hmm. so we get them from the down down south um, from just above uh, uh, calcutta to the hills to sikkim to from even the neighboring countries of nepal bhutan bangladesh okay. we get patients here um we start off with um, first counseling the parents for example a child who is born with a congenital left lip and palate the parents are shattered because they don't want to look at their kid yeah. they are considered some uh, uh, blacklisted in society so we counsel the parents that no this child is also normal this child then also be made normal and then we tell them how to feed how to look after the child and then after the child attains a particular weight and uh, some amount of health 
Then we do the surgery for the child completely free. We operate on the lip and the palate. Then we follow up the child. We send the child for speech therapy, dental mm -hmm. treatments. And nearly until the child becomes a teenage, we do a lot of other procedures also. So this entire thing goes in, uh, goes wow. under the banner of Smile Train. So um, that we have been able to do. And uh, mainly the malnourished poor children so of this entire area is benefited by this project. Awesome. You, you actually answered my next question as well. But, but really good Smile Train. So how many hours uh, a week or a month does it take away from your schedule? Uh, oh, I, don't, I don't consider Smile Train to take away time from my other, <laughs> other uh, work. Smile Train is, uh, is um, part of, uh, an important part of the, of, uh, of the day for me. You know, and so, I'm, I'm so glad you said this. I'm so glad you said this. So, um, as a Smile Train project manager, I uh, I see the children in the OPD. Uh, maybe about uh, ten to fifteen children come per day. Oh my God! So, yeah. Oh my. The the preoperative, the children whom we have operated, the postoperative, they come for reviews and all those things. So it takes about one and a half to two hours every day in a, uh, for the OPD consultation. And for surgery, it, uh, I, I post about two to three surgeries a day. And each surgery will take about one and one and a half hours. So this is um, in addition to the plastic surgery work that uh, I right. do. So right. it takes a substantial time of uh, the day, but I enjoy it. So Excellent. this is part of my schedule too. Awesome. Really impressive. Let, let's, let's now come to your personal side a little bit. Um, uh, let let people know uh, the personal side of Dr. Neela. You are a mother of two and a practicing doctor. Uh, how do you manage the balance? <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, uh, now because the kids have grown, so it isn't uh, much of a right. issue. Right. But when they were small, Correct. when they were small. Um, when they were just born and I had to go back to work and that too, my work is not uh, going to be uh, something, something very easy with fixed Correct. times. Anytime I could be called to an emergency, I had night duties and things like exactly. that. Exactly. So at that time, it was quite challenging to have small kids and to manage. That time, I think uh, we all managed by roping in our uh, mothers, our mother-in-laws, and then we are lucky to have some good... Um, domestic help at that time very nice so my kids have grown around me maybe i was not uh, there always to tell them exactly at what to do at what point in time mm -hmm. but um, they seem to have grown well around me and so much so if uh, now i stay a little uh, don't go to work and i take <laughs> one day off then they wonder <laughs> why are you at home <laughs> don't need you <laughs> because I, they are not they, they used to me policing them so they have had a free reign and uh, they have grown well with that free reign they have achieved quite a bit so Enough. i think uh, you can manage awesome <laughs> now i also ask with special significance because you are your field and and the work you do requires immense concentration and focus you know and and, and if obviously you don't have a, a very stable mind or a or a very strong um, background then it's difficult to run a home and then go and sort out uh, 
a very uh, serious surgery that's why i asked so that that's fantastic yes 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 when i usually when i am at uh, work mm-hmm. um, unless it is a very great emergency the people at home will not call me okay good so that is something um, something the children and people at home also have realized that what she does is uh, not something which you can Very interrupt nice. in between nice. so it has been like that and we have been able to do quite a good job so far so long very nice very nice you are uh, neela one of the chosen few or the 100 women achievers in india chosen by the government of india yeah tell me what does it yeah. mean to you and and, and how do you feel and it's a huge achievement right so i want the listeners to know about it actually um, in north bengal i was the person who started uh, started the first uh, plastic surgery department right uh, because when i came to north bengal there wasn't any plastic surgeon at all mm-hmm. and uh, people did not even know what uh, plastic surgery was about mm-hmm. uh, they did not understand what all comes into this uh, this field correct so we we started that and then we got on to the smile train uh, program which um, as i told you caters to children uh, who have congenital cleft lip and palate and that uh, that is a project which i was able to start and do uh, completely free for the children so it built up a lot of uh, um, goodwill among the people here Okay. so when that happened and suddenly when this government uh, uh, announced that they were going to recognize 100 women who have achieved something in india and then uh, suddenly i got a call from smile train saying that they would want to nominate me for that award and i was uh, taken aback really shocked Brilliant. because um, until that point i am just thinking that i am doing work <laughs> right 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 so um, and um, to suddenly be recognized for such a work you are doing because smile train has around 175 centers all around the country wow so many other surgeons so many other uh, women are are also working in that and for them to single out a single person mm-hmm. and then there were about 4000 applications for the award so i did not even think that oh i would come God. into the top 100 wow <laughs> so but it did happen and then i was selected and when i went to the rashtrapati bhavan to get the award right. that is when it uh, struck me that uh, maybe we are doing something which is uh, noteworthy and uh, we should um, um, give it the recognition that it is due and um, spread it spread the awareness so that plastic surgery as such will will come into the limelight it yes. is always a field which uh, people don't know much so when we can spread this that uh, yes you have uh, somebody who's doing some work here who's being recognized by the uh, government the national uh, government itself so that was a huge uh, lift for me actually it made me more responsible that i should uh, uh, highlight the work that we do so that uh, it could we could make an impact around where we live indeed indeed and and see and and one more once more congratulations and it a well deserved from from all of us here uh, really really very very proud moment uh, you know thank you thank you so much this is a, and uh, the, I'm, i'm sure some of the kids who are old enough uh, to understand uh, would have also felt very proud that somebody who's been a mother to them or somebody who's been a helping hand to them as actually being recognized which is great yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You you work for the services and I have huge regard for them and you work for the services or the border security force personnel and, and you guys live in those kind of areas. Can you let us in on it uh, a little bit more so that listeners can understand and empathize with some of it? Uh, yes, uh, Silicon is a sort of a place where you have all the armed forces. You have the army, uh, you have uh, the uh, air force, you have all the paramilitary forces. Right. Now, um, and uh, it's an important border state. Correct. So here, uh, all these forces have a big presence. Now, but they are also socially responsible. They go for their rounds, they meet people, etc. And uh, then they see, because North Bengal is one of the poorer regions in the country. There is a high amount of uh, malnutrition, more than 50 to 60% of the children are malnourished mm -hmm. and poor. Mm -hmm. So when the forces uh, go around and meet, then they see a lot of these children with the same deformity. They are basically a cleftest because of a malnutrition. So they see those children and then, and then uh, they are able to uh, find out that we are doing this surgery free of cost. So all the forces, they um, signed an understanding with us that uh, we would be helping you to gather these people all around. And we will bring them to you. Oh. So you could operate uh, through the same program. You can operate them. And so that we will be, then we will be able to take care of the post. Or we will tell them how to do, what to manage, how to, and we would bring them back if necessary. So that amount of understanding we were able to do. And so through the SSB, through the BSF, mm -hmm. through the army, so we were able to collect a lot of these kids and they were brought to us for treatment. And uh, not only from the services, uh, the NGOs also, the Rotary Club, the Inavil Club, the Rotary Club of Sikkim, all these places, whenever this, because of this program, they are able to initiate small, small uh, outreach measures in their respective communities, collect those children Brilliant. who need, require such treatment, and then they're able to bring it to us. So that is what we have been able to do. Brilliant. That's, that's really good because, you know, uh, the services, anything you do is less and, and it's really the, the, spirit that they carry with us and awesome and i'm really glad you're working hand in hand with them uh again uh, a question a uh, next question is a, is a little bit of a personal and probably a professional question for you you have chosen uh, okay. to settle in in siliguri and siliguri is a beautiful place uh, a personal experience yes. uh, people are nice lovely locales awesome place it's a quaint small picturesque place in northeast and if i do a google search i'm sure i'll get only lovely pictures how did this decision come about, Neela? And can you let in on the story when the why and how this happened? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, before uh, 2006, frankly, I did not know that there was a place in this world called Siliguri. Actually, wow. Because I am from Chennai. Right. Um, metro. Born and brought up, and uh, yeah, Metro. <laughs> right. So. I knew Darjeeling, but I did not know that there was a place <laughs> called Siliguri <laughs> in the foothills. Um, as uh, how it came about, um, we were uh, having a small flat. Um, my husband and I, we were uh, working in um, Ramachandra Medical College. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly I got my uh, MCH in plastic surgery. At that time, I had two small kids. 
Mm-hmm. So what happened is um, I, from having a salary, mm-hmm. I had to get a small stipend. Okay. So with the with the family to look after, with the flat, with the EMIs and things like that, suddenly our finances were uh, shaky. So at okay. that point, um, it was like God sent. Um, uh, Ramchandra Medical College developed an MOU, MOU with the hospital in Kuch Bihar. Okay. That is in North Bengal. Right. Three hours from Siliguri. Okay. So they said uh, they wanted a Bengali surgeon. Oh. who could go there and work. And so they offered Kaushik the, the chance. <laughs> so they said, you can go there. <laughs> so okay. I did not know where Kuch Bihar was. I was so worried. I said, is this something in Bihar? Are you going to be safe? Right. Um, but then uh, the temptation was there because the salary was three times what we were making in Ramchandra. Okay. So then we said, uh, okay, <laughs> we need it now. So right. then he came here and when he came to Kuch Bihar, he came to North Bengal mm-hmm. and he saw such a beautiful place as you said. But um, the medical facility was very poor. There was practically no surgeon uh, who was good enough to handle such a vast population again. Mm-hmm. He felt needed and he was doing very good work. Oh, so, okay. and then he, when he found out, uh, he said that there is no plastic surgeon at all in this entire region. So many cases are just left, um, left uh, without any treatment. Oh my God. So then when he said, when you finish your MCH, you come here. For me, it was a huge decision because for me, for Kaushik, he's a Bengali. So <laughs> he wouldn't have <laughs> any difference, any problem with uh, lunch. But me, a Tamilian a lady, a mother of two small kids. Right, right. And they were studying in such a wonderful school in Chennai from a metropolitan area to come to a place where there is no plastic surgery. People have not heard about the speciality. What sort of reception, what right. what impact I could be making right. here. I, right. It was all... Uh, but then I took the chance. I said, okay, let us see. Because it was very difficult for Kaushik to move back and I did not want to have a split family like that. That was right. not part of the... Right. A program at all. So we took a decision and we came here to Siliguri. And uh, I think uh, the rest did, just did fall into place. Everything worked. Initially, it was very difficult. But uh, now, um, plastic surgery, initially, I will get cases, uh, hand injury, which is three months, four months old. Practically, oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Um, things which have been uh, just left without any treatment, the hands all scarred and not moving. Whereas now, everywhere they know. And if there is a hand cut, immediately plastic surgeon is required. There, all the doctors write plastic surgery, refer to plastic. So that that sort of awareness we have been able to make with these number of years here. So I think that was a very great decision. Oh, uh, very challenging one at that. Awesome, and, and I, I applaud you on that decision. But um, on a li- on a lighter note, uh, uh, and, and um, Dr. Kaushik, and you have been married for a decent amount of time. Do uh, is there is there does a moment ever come when you say this is why I did not want to come to Siliguri with you? <laughs> <laughs> I think many times I say something like that <laughs> just to annoy him. Uh, but um, is where I will stay now. Now people in Chennai tell me, "Chennai is safe. Uh, come to Chennai. Come to Chennai now, etc." The, with the Corona pandemic, I say no. 
whether i live whether i die it should be in siliguri only there is no other going back now so brilliant it's like that siliguri is now home very nice, very nice. And, and and your kids feel the same as well right the kids the kids i think um, are more siligurians oh. they have um, okay enjoyed a lovely upbringing they have had they have not they have had the best of uh, all the worlds i think their their education has been in a good school they have right. had a lot of exposure to a lot of extracurricular activities i think when you are in a smaller town um, the recognition that yeah. a child with ability can get is much much more than Indeed. when you are in a big metropolitan with so much of competition and you have to really strive to make your mark so right. the children have done very well because of this shift so nice. they are very happy that they are in this particular place really and it's, it's it's a win win so that's very good okay what 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 qualities non medical and i'm asking neela non medical according to you should a good doctor possess the main quality i think a doctor should possess is uh, to have patience wow okay because our uh, our um, training is going to be a long long one mm-hmm. a difficult one which uh, requires a long hours of uh, studying and uh, not going to get anywhere in his field and later on when you start handling patients also you are not going to know any you are not going to know the best way to manage a patient uh, at in the few years mm-hmm. but also takes time it also takes a lot of uh, understanding not only your science but the art of managing it also so you have to get uh, that well um because so all through it is a, a very a thing which requires a lot of hard work lot of ethics a lot of building up of your character all those things does not come like that it has to come with a lot of patience and practice you have to know how to handle the patient you have to um, handle it in, in a sensible way what makes you a successful doctor i think um, i don't uh, mince words i have the ability to call this call a spade a spade okay so i don't give a patient false hopes i don't tell them that this uh, i don't give them um, exaggerated claims that this can be done that can be done these are the things which are possible in your situation these are the problems that you will have this is what you should do to get a good result and um, the that way of handling patients i think has kept me in a good stead all throughout i've been able to evoke a trust if neela had not been a doctor what would you have chosen i know it's a difficult question but it was a difficult question yes it yes. is a very very I, difficult i can question. i can understand <laughs> somebody who's had such a satisfying career well um, maybe i would have uh, joined the administrative services i like to wow. keep things under control <laughs> i like uh, law and order so wow. maybe i would have been a good administrator uh, i love to teach so maybe i would have taken up a career as a teacher Wow. so maybe i would have been a good uh, if i had not um, had any if if the circumstances were different if i had not been uh, um, the way i was brought up uh, yeah if i had been a housewife i think i would have been a very happy housewife also so wow. it uh, depends oh, yeah you are inspiration or role model 
all through life i think we've had uh, we usually have a lot of people to inspire us right. so it, it wasn't uh, not necessarily be one person okay as we were growing up as i was growing up i think my parents were a great inspiration my uh, mother was uh, always a very optimistic person okay so that uh, that i learned from her to to always see the good things in uh, in whatever situation it is and my father my father's uh, great tenacity to he was very intelligent he was very resourceful and uh, he was able to manage a big family we were four children and uh, with with a, with, a, with a single earning my mother was a homemaker mm-hmm. with a single earning he was able to make all of us uh, successful in our field so i think uh, that uh, tenacity and that uh, that uh, capability of managing every every difficult adverse situation is he, he has been a big role model for me then later on you have some teachers who inspire you uh, you will get inspired in two ways either you want to be like that person or you understand that you should never be like that person correct so both ways are teacher uh, <laughs> both ways you have a teacher who inspires you like that and then of course i think all through life you learn a small small things from many many people you meet your own classmates meet your friends uh, be it some celebrity whom you admire or whatever there are some small small uh, characters in each of them that uh, you want to assimilate and you want to emulate so i think uh, there have been many role models for me in my life very nice very 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 nice <laughs> your most satisfying moment in all these years when i became a doctor again a lot of satisfying moments but uh, yeah but if i want a, a case in point uh, right. a few of them one when i became a, when i joined medicine mm-hmm. and um, later on uh, when i i remember when i got the diploma of the national board that is a national level exam and when i cleared it i remember my mother and me were so a sort of a pride that was when you realized that uh, right in a national level also you have also achieved something so that's when and my the birth of my daughter awesome. when i became a mother for the first time that that is a moment which is unique oh, maybe i would put it above all the other other moments yeah. Yeah. and uh, now when i see my children doing well children achieving what they are achieving all throughout i think that is a most satisfying uh, moments for parents very okay. true very true and and i i i'm going to i'm at the risk of not getting agreed to i'm going to say this because you are a doctor but i think child birth and a, and a child coming into the world is probably the biggest miracle i have ever seen you know i know you will say that is science but <laughs> exactly exactly i it is it, it no 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 <laughs> you 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 were talking about spirituality i think right. uh, there is nothing not more spiritual than the experience of becoming a mother no yeah and the child yes. coming out, out is, i mean it is it is it is yes <clears throat> yes the the best piece of advice somebody has given you my father has been a person who has uh, sort of guided me all in many many uh, phases in my life okay and i always um, remember one particular line he is very fond of this okay he says um, in tamil eppurul yar yar vai ketpinum 
அப்பொருள் மெய்பொருள் காண்பதே அறிவு ஸோ தட் இஸ் அ ப்ராபம் இன் தமிழ் இஃப் யூ லெசென்ஷியலி மீன்ஸ் தட் வாட் எவர் எனி பர்சன் சேஸ் யூ வில் ஹாவ் டு ஹாவ் தி மெச்சூரிட்டி டு அண்டர்ஸ்டாண்ட் வை தே சே தட் maybe a person is praising you maybe a person is getting angry with you mm-hmm. but then stop for a moment and analyze why what's the reason what is the intention behind that person talking that to you mm-hmm. and maybe you will be able to uh, act more sanely and more calmly in such a situation that advice uh, i have always tried to follow so i think uh, that has kept me in good stead also all throughout whatever i do that's that's really brilliant that's really a good advice but and, and did he give this to you when you were very young neela or yes when i was very very young when uh, when i was in school and uh, when uh, i wanted to participate in a elocution competition and there were some issues regarding mm-hmm. that and uh, i was very upset and when i came home and that time was uh, that was the time when he said something like that and he has kept repeating that and um, and i think that has been that is something very true okay yeah mm. yeah you have to not suddenly get very 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 uh, emotional and excited when somebody is praising you because that may also not be for a clear motive true and um, you should not get very angry when somebody shouts at you because there may be some some problem something in his life which um, maybe you are the only person he is able to take the frustration out on right. and so at that point he is saying whatever he say so i think uh, we'll have to understand that and uh, when you are able to apply that to even your patients you are able to be calm always let's now start the rapid fire round with neela so a patient is a uh, patient is uh, a seeker wow. he seeks uh, treatment he seeks empathy Uh, he seeks so much more than just what meets the eye so i think uh, patient is a seeker wow a doctor is a doctor is also human <laughs> i think uh, it is very important for the world to understand that correct we have our flaws we have our uh, insecurities uh, we have our moments where we can be uh, divine or we can also be the devil so i think um, in in between we are always human so i think uh, medicine medicine is a vast ocean um okay. which keeps reinventing itself always so okay medicine is not for the fickle minded or not for a person who uh, just takes it lightly you really have to do tapasya to go delve into it and uh, find something in it and uh, make it a life for yourself Medicine is a vast ocean for Face value. I'm a plastic surgeon, and you are putting this question of face value to me. So, face value is important from uh, from what I see, because uh, again, in Tamil we say "agatin arahe mohatil teri." So, correct. If if the if your soul is a reflection, uh, is reflected in your face, then I think. Uh, the importance that people give to the face is uh, quite valid absolutely so we will have to understand that uh, and give it the importance that it is Great. deserves a woman is well i don't want to sound altruistic but i think a woman is really shakti 
so uh, <laughs> it is it is it is not nothing uh, is a past a woman she can uh, do anything that she uh, lays her foot on and um, she sets her sights on so woman is shakti Include, including moving to siliguri with two small kids <laughs> yes of course <laughs> <clears throat> well done well done awesome it was it was really so wonderful speaking with you uh, dr neela i can't i can't tell you i'm actually left with so many more questions than answers that you have given me it's it's really going to be very very interesting editing and airing this episode you truly are a deep person and i've just realized speaking to you that the awards and the accomplishments you have had are are just a just an acknowledgement of the good work you have done i don't think you are one of those people who is going to stand on top of a sofa or a table and say you know hey guys i've got an award clearly uh, so i i once again you know really want to thank you and uh, if there is something in closing you want to say uh, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity you know so if you have uh, if you have made me out as a deep person then that means uh, there is something that i have been able to convey through this podcast so yes uh, if uh, any person can uh, understand uh, what it is to be a doctor and uh, maybe uh, it is not really necessary that you have to as you said stand somewhere and shout from a pedestal that you're doing this you're doing that your work speaks for yourself correct just continue to do your work continue to be ethical continue to have empathy i think everything every all success everything will fall in its place and come to its so i think that is what uh, if somebody can understand that then it would be a great thing that we have achieved this podcast thank you so much thank you thank you brilliant northeast has been lucky and i hope you keep getting more accolades and more acknowledgments and more accomplishments your way have a lovely evening and uh, enjoy your life uh, neela thank you very much thank you so much thank you